Yo, 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 you tuning in to the Notion Podcast. It's your boy Dizzy D Spill in the building with my co-host, Farmer Poe. And Jelani Evans. You got it right? Got the camera right. It's good, man. It's good. It's good. How y'all doing, fellas? <clears throat> I'm doing good. I'm recouping. Okay. I'm good. I'm maintaining. I'm good. I maintaining. You know. Maintaining, no complaining. Enjoying the weather. Oh, the weather's beautiful today, isn't it? I mean, like, <laughs> it's it's just crazy overall. So I'm just confusing. Enjoying. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I I'm walked outside like, with a jacket and went immediately back inside to put on shorts. Bruh, yeah, it's like it's, that. This remind me of being in the south. That humid, that humid weather where it's outside, warm and raining. And it's raining. You're like, oh, all right, I ain't gonna go nowhere today. Then you turn around and the sun's out. You're like, all right, I'll slide outside. You can go outside. You check the forecast, you know, like start sprinkling, you like blood. Especially in Sac, like for some reason in Sacramento, I'll, you could be in one part of the city and uh-huh. it's raining. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I know where the rain is going to stop. Like in the South, if everywhere from Mac to Fruit Ridge is raining, as soon as you cross Fruit Ridge, the rain stops. It just it's sad over there. No, nice. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> my man you might got a point. My man you said it's cursed. Point. Nah, it's real talk. It's just a gloom cloud. Just like make it to Fruit Ridge. Just make it to. Hey, you remember them commercials like where they're trying to get you to take them prescription drugs and they had to uh, like the circle and it was all down and it had like a cloud over it. Raining. Yeah, <laughs> it just, them them cold, cold flu sad, medicines. Bro, just, yeah, gosh. Damn. It really had you thinking all you needed was a little dose and you was back. Kind yeah, of get to the north. You know those words. <laughs> you know when there's a word for something that exactly describes what it is, but you didn't realize that the word described exactly what it was. You just, the word was just so common. Yeah. No, we read. Like, it's gloomy outside. <laughs> and now I know why. Yeah, it's gloomy outside, the, man. The mood. Yeah. Yeah, took me a while to get it. You know, it's crazy from I'm a photography that. aspect. This is the best weather to shoot. Yeah, the yeah, light overcast. Yes, yes, the lighting. Yes, crazy. No glare. Yep. That's crazy, right? What? Perfect. Perfect. We should do a shoot after this. <laughs> this is gonna be depressing. <laughs> I mean, I won't smile. <laughs> uh, took your advice. Listen to the Vince Staples album. What you think? You I like it. I like it, but I I understand like the difference. It's the difference between Vince Staples and Kendrick. It's like you really you have to be in a mode for each album. In my in my opinion, for me, yeah, you know what's crazy. Uh, I went back and I've been listening to the Kendrick album a little more. Mm-hmm. I have my favorites, and you know some some of the albums are kind of, but. It's a good album. Mm-hmm. I know I heard that. Yeah, it's all right. No, it's a good album. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a solid yeah. album. Yep. Yeah. I definitely been making some new mixes. Uh, For real? With, yeah, just with, you know, newer music I've been listening to. But I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to this Vince. I think the the day you talked about it, I was like, I'm finna download it. And I was just cleaning up doing dishes and stuff I, I need to do, preparing for the week and ran through the album. And there then when I came across a song that I liked, I immediately threw it onto a playlist. You know what I'm saying? So you catch uh, the El Camino album or the Sid album? El Camino. No, listen, I didn't El listen Camino. to El Camino yet. <clears throat> Dog, Camino to me is, and he's, I love, I love his music. He's just a, a culmination to me of like okay, a that, few different that's artists. exciting me then. He's a few. He's a few, but. The, a few of the like Griselda artists mixed in with Max B. 
Okay. But he does it well where it's not an imitation. It's his style. And I, I love it. And see, I wanna be I wanna be like in an uninterrupted scenario when I'm listening to these albums. So I like, like how he raps his pain. Yes. Okay. Yes. I just, it's it's you know, cause it's something different. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. something different. Don't get me wrong. He, he can still rap. talk his shit. Yeah. And he can rap. Okay. But you know, he 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 raps his pain. He gives you a different perspective than your. So what would you rate the album? Because I'm I'm excited to listen to it. So what would you rate? Me, I'm like like when I say this, it's not saying like, oh, it's the greatest. But to me, I would give it because I listened to it all the way through. I would say a ten out of ten. For ten out of ten. Me. Okay. For me, I'd say maybe an eight and a half if you want to be critical of okay. it. Okay. I'll say. 9.5 Okay um, It's definitely a, a album You actually have to be In the mood for Because of The perspective That he's giving mm-hmm. right. Same thing with The Vince Staples album And the Kendrick Lamar album So yeah. depending on How you're feeling You could say Either of those albums Is one of the best albums You know what I'm saying yeah. It's just like right. So But Yeah It's nice Definitely yeah. nice And he does his own He does his own production so oh, some mastering and beats and oh, I love dope. that. You know who just dropped a new album? Um, Ellie Dollar Sign. I haven't heard his latest. Oh, it's been one, a while since. But since I heard of him, what? Because he dropped E Thirty. I want to say uh, maybe earlier this year or late last year. Okay. And then he also, you know, how he be giving EP, so he had like a little six, seven. Okay. I need to go on a run listen because like- I remember he when he first sent me his music and I understood why. Hey, so, so who? Yeah, you, yeah. Because yeah. I like. Who are your favorite? <laughs> Resurgence rappers, so like the the rappers like that were kind of had a wave at a point. Um, it might have fizzled down. Like Nas when he linked up with Hit Boy. Mm-hmm. That's actually a good one. Would you not in that sense? That's a that's a good example, but not in this sense. Um, some more newer Nas, new, new Nas era. had his shine. I mean, that's like, what I'm saying. I mean, like Ransom. Um, you mean like newer? You talking about like newer? Like no, no, those the ones that were kind of known back then had a little wave, but just never peaked. Ransom, Graf, have you been listening to any of his new shit? Neither right. one of them, dude. Graf's new shit is is amazing. Ransom, and I mean like the rappers who who've come back, and to me, they've been way better than they were before. That's you a can hard. Put Nas in that too, though. That's a hard way to answer that because if you know, then you know. And like then when some then when new people it's almost like when new people come across right. these artists it's like oh man have you heard and it's like bro I've been on that yeah. so it's hard to say but I think it would be more like say had a wave not just someone who someone was a fan of mm-hmm. someone who we kind of, they had a a slight little moment or something and then they kind of and I disappeared. mean mostly the ones who I'm talking about are probably come from that mixtape era like I think Elias is, would be in that class too right or was he like uh, the double XL cover era. I think he was one of those freshman covers. I don't know if he was on a freshman cover. The thing like about him, era. it just seemed like he was underground, right? And mm-hmm. he'd been doing his thing for a while. And then it's like you started seeing him linked up with other people, started seeing him featured on like, you know, some currency or Larry June or, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. anybody. Wait a minute, or you'll see Freddie Gibbs featured on his, yeah. right? Because you know when you search for your artist on it and you yeah. see who they featured on, you're like Ellie Dallas on, right, and then right. they'll check for him, like oh, okay, I like his vibe, and then it seemed like more people start catching on, and they kind of get bigger. You see what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like if you underground, you already have your own type of following. Because like sure think is. about it, it's like the same thing with currency. 
he was underground for a while, and and a lot of people don't know about his No Limit days or his. Um, I would say he's probably the best. Currency was examples. No Limit and, and Cash Money. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah. He, was, he was No Limit before it. Yeah, cash before money. Cash Money, and that's yeah. what I'm saying. A lot of people aren't aware of any of that. He's yeah. probably the best of those those people, and I mean, even I mean, currently, the people that I was trying to bring up, they're currently doing it. Currency been like started doing that like 10 years ago maybe or or maybe even before. I'm starting to see more people but he's like the best of that I'm starting and to see more like, people like, fuck Wiz, like that Chris sure. yeah Chris uh, you put me on Big Crit hey when I was talking about, every time I bring up Big Crit to, to him and his brother I literally was saying that that, that first um, Big Mix AB drop was the best project to me of that year. yeah and I kept I was like man this dude Big Crip they was like man Big Crip what who is that <laughs> oh cuz <laughs> yeah I like Big Crip man he's hold, he holds it down yeah, for yeah, Mississippi for like sure smoke dizzy you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so like, much. It's hard. Yeah. That's that's yeah. a hard one because yeah. there's so yeah. many. Yeah. I would I say like I would say that they all have elevated and, and gotten better. Yeah, they've got the, the easy answer. They all put an album together: Smoke, Dizzy, Crit, and Wiz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they, they didn't full court press or whatever. It was it was less about weed and regular songs they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool. The only thing I didn't like is that like more than a couple were like female geared or aimed towards. Oh. You it's almost like this is the route we got to go if we ain't talking about this. I think they this. did a video for one of them, right? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't watch it, but I, I seen the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they did something. That's cool. <laughs> it's, it's it scroll. showed up. That I was looking for. <laughs> you know that little thing you can press on YouTube? Like, get this shit the fuck out of here. I don't want to see this shit no more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, um, I was going to ask y'all something, man. Is there any new movies? Any new movies? New movies. Any new films you've seen? I that you watching, that you I haven't been watching um TV really as much. No shows, no movies. No movies. Man, I've been meaning to watch Doctor Strange, but it's just like the timing be off. Mixed reviews. I know exactly why I need to go see it so I can get my own. Yeah. Mixed reviews. He, you I haven't seen it yet, have you? I haven't seen it. Yeah, so we, hey, none of us have seen it. it. I ain't gonna lie. It's supposed to come out on, on Disney Plus. I'm like excited for one movie that I just saw the preview for. <laughs> Wrong with the Buzz Lightyear movie looks so dope, man. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That should look clean, bro. Turn this. Let me turn this mic down, y'all. I'm sorry. About I thought that. about Yo. unplugging it, bro. <laughs> right at the right at the mic. I, was, I watched it twice, bro. I seen. I ran it back. I seen, bro. I seen it's one like, meme. This why he bruh. got so much ego, bro. I, I seen one it. meme about him, and um, I was like, I'll never look at it, but it's like you're the same. <laughs> And, and I think the meme was like he looks like one of those officers that say stop resisting. <laughs> he is one of them. He is one of them. He for sure is one of them. And I said I can't watch this movie. That's bro. what you see. What you I said, this, this is gonna this is gonna to trigger this is gonna trigger a lot of issues for me. Wow. I can't watch, but bro. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be watching that. Oh my god! I did grab my copy of the Batman. It's right there because it's already out. So I did grab that. Yeah, okay. that's crazy. Yeah. So they don't think nice. it's popping. That's why it's on DVD already. I don't think it's popping. Yeah. My hair is bothering me. <laughs> Scraping across have, my you, have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. And you, did, you said you liked it? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Like, I kind of like the... Um... <clears throat> oh, oh, how can I say this? It's more realistic, and then it's also more like 
Batman-y. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you get more be, Batman than well, Bruce Wayne. And No, no, I don't even mean just because of that. Just because from like, all right, Batman is what? A regular person. No, Bruce Wayne's a regular person. Batman is a crime fighter, but he's also supposed to be a super detective. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's the part. That so him having a figuring thing. And it's like, well, you know, it's like in some of the other movies, it's kind of like he had to figure it out. But there wasn't really no putting the pieces together, yeah. trying to get. There was you know no challenge for him not, in the yeah, other it movies. Doesn't seem yeah. to be a he's real... not figuring out clues in other movies. He's figuring out where the person is or who did this. But it's not really like yeah, clues just, that lead up to something. It just, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. It just, so. Yeah. yeah. It was it was my, honestly my favorite Batman movie. Yeah, he was yeah. going like at one point he thought he thought the person was talking about him. He's like, what, I mean you know that's that's he how just, I thought know. it the whole movie. I was like, man, yeah. they really know yeah. who he is. Nope, no, nope. Yeah, I'm just hoping yeah, they had the Joker scene in there. <laughs> a lot of curves. It was oh, cool in the DVD. Yeah, because they they released the scene that that they cut out with the Joker, that, the, and the, that guy is going to play scenes. the Joker. There's he, two two different Joker scenes. One that they cut out, and one that they put in the end of the movie. At the very, very end of the movie? Yeah, so there's two different ones where there's more dialogue or interaction uh, with Joker. Like, they, I think they show him a little bit more. And they don't really show him, but he's conversing Oh, I with, see what you're uh, talking about. Like, at the end of the movie, when, when the Riddler's talking to somebody. Info, huh? Sorry if you haven't it's seen it. It's already out, guys. Yeah. It's on DVD if you haven't seen it by now. But the, yeah, the last one is a more... <laughs> more dialogue. I know Oops. what you mean. But he, that guy is going to play the Joker. All right, so that. let's talk about some. Uh, I've been seeing this trending a lot lately, and since you gentlemen both have on shorts, have you been hearing the hoochie shorts or the hoochie I, daddy? Okay, shorts? I just heard about this yesterday. Right? I just heard that. And then um, I the also, and then I also seen something. And I seen him try to pull his shorts uh, down over his knees just now. No, no, no. They they kind of been. I seen um, I guess it was uh, see the guy. I need a drink. Who posted something? And he's and it was like talking about the inches to determine if you're hoochie daddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's nasty conversation. It's a disgusting conversation. One thing about it is like, uh, it seems like the women find it funny. <laughs> yeah, they think that's some funny. Shit. And some <laughs> and some of these males are playing into it. Nah, <laughs> it ain't funny. Don't, don't fix your lips to call me a hoochie daddy. Okay, I don't care. How shorts my shorts are. They won't really be past my knee if that, like, I mean, like, going upward. They'll be going lower than they are. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like, see, I like the legs out. Yeah, I don't mind my legs I being like out. Legs out. I'm just not finna be giving away hella knee, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. You ain't giving away no knee, bitch? I mean, a little bit. <laughs> Depends on how I'm feeling, but, like, you're not getting no thigh meat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know you like that. What's the cut? All right, what's, what's your what's your what's your cutoff? What's, what's your cutoffs? Right here? That's your cutoff right there? You go lower than that? Nah, these is official, man. It's shorts, my nigga. Y'all just like the Definitely lower part shorts. Of, y'all just nah, like the lower I, I'm part right, of I'm right, I'm right. Cool? I'm right. Like, here. stand if up. You sit, if you st- yeah, about like that. See, that's cool. That's cool. Maybe a little closer to the kneecap. You got some buff ass kneecaps. Nah, he's just bony. He just. I was about to say, bro. Them kneecaps protruding. He got. Yeah. I, was about to, I was about to be like, bro, I got some Muay Thai kneecaps. Oh no! Please believe, man. He old though. He's okay. Carnage. 
that's where all of all the owners just goes right to my knee. And when break. you get to that age, you start fighting like Angbak, where you're just using elbows and kneecaps. Bro, Angbak, <laughs> that's a classic. That's a, that's a, that's a classic. Line's gonna be called batter oh, up, cause uh, you know they, you know when they Americanized it, they called it the, they called it the protector, bro. Ong Bok elbows. Nah, nah, that's something different from Ong Bok. The protector is something completely different. Bro, okay, so look, look, look. Okay, break it, it down. Tony Ja, cause this mm-hmm. is my guy. There's Ong Bok one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Right. All three are fine. I seen all three. Oh, the third, third one, one is kind of is questionable. Mediocre. That's yeah. the one where he had to get his. He was trying to get his uh, elephant Grew back. back. But yeah. no, yeah. no, 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 no. Because the, the first the two came first out around each other, right? And yeah. then the third one See, came this out later. What's so crazy? So it's like the first one, pop skip pop. Right. No, okay. no, 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 no. First one, the first one, the very, very first one. That's when he first starts he, fighting. He and, uh, nah, he goes to the city. Yeah, get his cousin because the statue had gotten, uh, the head had gotten stolen. Right. Okay, that's the first one. Okay. The second one is the jungle. Right. Yes. I remember that. Okay. And then the third one is after he got mollywop and he trying to get his groove back. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Because in the third one he gets mollywop by somebody that looks like him, but it looks like an evil shadow of him. Yeah, he got the right. In the third one, right. And then that's when he got to get his groove back. Now the protector is something different because that's the one where his pops gets shot and then he goes and flies to it's not America, I think it's Thailand to find his elephant and get his elephant back. I haven't seen that one. Okay. That's it. That came out theaters and I didn't want to watch it. I'm like, yo, it's the same movie. Nah, that was his. That was his first. Introduction. Major okay. motion picture, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they hit the theaters. So Protector was dope. The thing that sucks is they made a Protector too, and it was like trash. Super Jeez. trash. Like so have you seen Old Boy? It's a Korean Korean movie. Okay. Old very, Old Boy. It's, it's a very good movie. Um as long as it's they, violent. Yeah. 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 They that. made an American version of it. Trash. They, they watered it down. It was oh my yeah. god, bro. Trash. Yeah, I got into the Ang Box, and when they stopped, then I started jumping into IP Man. Oh yeah, all of those are dope. It, it, man, oh yeah, bro. The one that kind of threw me was the prequel. Yeah, bro, they was doing too much. And then have you you seen the motion picture like the one I hit there? Just called the Grandmaster. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, yeah, that one was kind of. Mm. It ain't him. It's like a love story. Oh no, I can't have that. I need fighting and and there's some fighting in it, but it's just like it wasn't it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, they got to get it together, man. When I thought it was going to be. Yo, we just went in on a, a martial arts rant, something serious. Yeah, yeah, I think the audience just learned something about us. Like, these, <laughs> you dudes are some nerds. Man, <laughs> I'm all about action and yeah. fighting. Like, bro, some of the best movies be um the ones you got to read subtitles. Exactly. Yeah. Like, bro, exactly. I caught this movie called Swordmaster. Went crazy. Bro, I've probably watched it like a good You'd be fighting some hidden times, gems. Because like, uh, I remember you referred me to watch Nobody, and I thought that was a slept on movie. Major. Like, if you, like, that's a really, really good movie, bro. You should, yeah, you got you to gotta check out Nobody. That's, Hold on. What's it about? Basically, a dude that is a you nobody. You got HBO Max? I've, I've, I've come across that before. And you have HBO Max? Yeah. I've come across it. It's that. on there. Oh, watch bro, it. The action watch. It's recent. Yeah, yeah, yes. up to the past year and some change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. saw I, I saw a thumbnail. Riz in it? Oh, you ain't seen I it. I haven't seen you it. You seen it on the okay? The yeah, so Riz click, is in it. Click okay. Yeah, wow. and a hey, and Christopher Lloyd. I'll be watching it. And he. Oh, hey, while we're at it, even though these aren't, it's not related. 
Rest in peace to uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah, oh, bro. Yeah. yeah, rest in peace to Ray Liotta, bro. That man, that one threw me off, bro. It's crazy because you that you say that because I just finished speak on a movie that he's in. Oh, which one? It's called Revolver. Okay, is that that's out? It's old. It's okay. an older movie, but I love it. It has a uh, Ray Liotta. It has Andre three thousand, and it has Jason Statham in it. And the movie is dope. Okay, like What's it about? it's one of my favorite movies. Um, man, I I don't even want to say too much. You just go see it. You just fix find it. Okay. Just find it. But my it's favorite dope, Ray Liotta film, you know, is Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah, that's it. Oh yeah, my everybody, God. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah. How could you not? Yeah, that's one of my favorite. My brother forced me to watch that. He forced me to watch all the mobster movies between sixth grade and eighth grade. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that was crazy because he's man, his catalog is thick. He was even on GTA. He played the main dude, uh, uh, Michael, on uh, GTA. In, uh, All Saints. Uh, and he played, um, no, 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 no. It wasn't Michael. It was Tommy Versetti from oh, Vice yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, He played Tommy Versetti on Vice City. Because so I was like, why does this dude sound so familiar? You know why? That's crazy. He that dude. Basically. <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I, th- I talked about this a little bit with... Uh, with Jelani yesterday, man, I feel like we can chime in on it. I came across um, a video. It was posted on the Notion page where this young man was talking about making fun of black kids coming from the suburbs, right? Hold on. So th- there's a video of someone making fun of black No, kids? he was talking about how black kids from the suburbs get made fun of. All right. You know, um, his his approach was condescending mm-hmm. you know because he was he started like listing all of his quote-unquote accolades like i'm educated i grew up in a half a million dollar house yeah, he's a kid from, so he's a kid from the suburbs and the kids from the suburbs okay. he said but why would i want to relate to my you know to people that don't share the same lifestyle as me and now you have a whole bunch of kids that grew up well that want to talk about how they got it out the mud and stuff like that to gain respect from those that didn't that, that got it out the mud right mm-hmm. and are still in the mud. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the thing that the thing the reason why that it kind of brought me to a place to discuss it is because why recently are they playing in mud. I like I I was I get out the soil. This <laughs> mud is too much. The water. Nah, go ahead. Continue, money. We don't all farm. And but the thing is, was, is in his point, he was saying like you know, uh, why do people relate pir- black people with poverty? Exactly. That's what stood out to me the most. Mm-hmm. But it or it or and hit to With compliment his real. to compliment his point, yeah, because I, I I spoke on that to some of the responses, mm-hmm. but to compliment what he's saying. There was just a scenario with T.I.'s son trying to be gangster I, I in the Waffle House. I was just about to bring house. that up. As the, uh, I thought that was what we was talking about. Well, I'm I'm kind of mashing it both mm-hmm. together because like that's the result of trying to be respected and right. you're, you're not respected or you're not considered real or you don't know anything about any adversity because you grew up better than most other kids. My but th- connecting but connecting poverty with black folks is like that's like that's a badge of honor and that's that's all what we are. I really that really spoke to me when he said because that. Because it's quote unquote struggle involved in in that, I guess, or whatever. But even worse than the video of his of uh King is Ti's response to me? His, his I never even seen his response. His response basically began with condescendingly saying 
that him and his brothers told his son, how could you be going back and forth with someone who's in a lower position in life than you? He said, you're going back and forth with the gourmet chef and the short order cook. And I'm like, that's what, that's the lesson you talking, you, you're telling him that he shouldn't be going back and forth with, but he's eating there. <laughs> he's, he's eating at Waffle House. Well, <clears throat> there's so many layers to this. And so that's what, that T.I., you the one that came from the struggle and you, you allowing your son to, to perpetuate some tor- sort of image. He's, he's a crash dummy right now. But there's layers to it because the other contradiction in, in hip hop, right? We don't, like as a culture, we don't like when somebody we are quick to call somebody maybe fake or Uncle Tom or whatever because they grew up in a suburban life and mm-hmm. they they calling everybody else broke that don't have what they have, right? Right. But rappers do that shit every day in their music. I don't fuck with broke niggas. I ain't, I don't give a fuck about a bitch and this that and the other. So why is it okay for rappers to talk like that? Let's have that conversation, right? But then when somebody that don't rap says it and probably says it in a more respectful manner. Oh, they're an Uncle Tom, and is that I would say it's all coon shit. Then it's either. Well, I think I think the difference is the way that it came across in the video that you shared is like when he said it in the way he started being kind of sitting and talking. It was almost like I don't deal with black people that didn't grow up like I grew up. Mm. Correct. And in a sense like that, it's just like, so because I don't have the privilege that you have, you mm-hmm. won't deal with me. And in that light, you could be viewed as an Uncle Tom, right? Right. Now, on the same breath, if you're a rapper and you say, I don't deal with broke muff, that could mean anybody. Yeah. That That's just anybody, right? Yeah. So it's almost like, while the person in the video was pretty much... um kind of targeting or you know separating or directing it right at black people yeah a rapper in a sense is generalizing it yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. and and they're, and they're usually more times than not sorry to cut you off they're 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 talking to someone that they aren't talking to so like they're That's not talking subliminal. they're not talking to the fans they're talking to an imaginary person Mm-hmm. So imagine when you write and you and and you say something about a person who isn't there. Well, I see that's where I'm coming from as an artist, right? As somebody that raps, I could be generalizing, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But you know that's because that's what that's what you do when you mm-hmm. when you write lyrics. You're, you're lightweight flexing. It's a flex, yeah, and that's you're writing. Really more, it's more of a writing. It's a more of a flex. And see, and yeah. I feel like in the video, his flex was towards. Less fortunate black people. Exactly. I took it like that, but I also took it like and he. I also took. I also took his video as a response to well, something. You, and that's the thing. A rebuttal. Because, on, which one are we talking about? The one that was. We're not talking about. We're not talking about. We don't hear about that. We don't. We really don't. <laughs> okay, I was about to say. Hold <laughs> on. He switched not, it up? not just because it was right, like right, because right. like that. What happened with King is so minor. And to it's going to happen again. The bigger <laughs> picture. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And so it's like. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, it was condescending. I I get where he was coming from because the bigger point that he was making, if you could get past his tone, was that why is it me being black has to mean I have to be poor? Why is being black related to being being in poverty? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. so if I have money, like I'm 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 not black, I'm, I'm not, not with real. the culture now, or now the whole thing about it is you can be with the culture without Looking to, uh, I I, I want to say in a sense mimic, 
right? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. or put on this facade. You can be yourself, can be yourself and still right. be with, and with that and part of the culture. And that's the thing about it, because it's like, you know, it's like, all right, well, I like I like to rap music and everything. So in order to listen to it, I gotta have one the hoodie and the baggy jeans and the J's and like no, nah, you can wear the the polo, the cardigan, and yeah. you know what I'm saying, the khakis. That's fine. Put on your boat shoes. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Like it's cool. It's universal. The, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the thing about it, like you were saying earlier, like oh, I'm not real or people don't think I'm down. And then my the first thing I thought was, why do you care? Mm. Because real is only according to what you perceive as real. real. It's so just it's like, why am I worried about what other people think about me that I don't even fuck with like that? If I don't I rock know. with you like that, right? I you, mean, that's the way. That's the way it should be. You know but, what I'm saying? Like, but because because so many people care about you know the opinion of society, you know they're gonna have a conversation. They're gonna have a rebuttal or. Like I said before, it's dude sound like he was triggered by something that was said to him. That's what it sounded like to it, me. It, it I got did. a I got a question that that kind of brought up this. I had I went through this um, kind of thought process recently, and it was kind of a, a back and forth dialogue I, I had okay. between two different sides. So I started wondering, like, because you have these the uh, the whole perception of those who are real are the ones who like are willing to fight shoot kill whatever or in the streets and that's what's deemed real that's what from, that's yeah. in the currently right urban hip-hop yeah and the ones who are kind of like the the more in, uh intellectuals are kind of pushed to the side they're not really if you're not down with street shit or gang shit you're considered yeah. square yeah and then nothing point. wrong with being square yeah. but they're they're not the ones who would be who anyone would look to to be the forefront of any type of revolution or any type of fight yeah right yeah but then i started thinking well who in history was successful in 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 those two sides when it came to a fight was it like the people like frederick Douglass, sojourner truth um martin luther king malcolm x were these the people who were in the forefront who were fighting or were these the intellectuals I think the streets might want to stand behind, not behind as in position, but push well, those the, who are intellectual because those are the people who actually, in my eyes, have gotten the, most of the things done that we have needed. That's the contradiction with the street shit because if, it's a, if, if you have somebody from the neighborhood, right, and you right. hear like street dudes and gangsters say this shit, right. somebody from the neighborhood that don't live that life, right, and they try to go that route, They'll be like, nah, bro, you, you need it's to go to school, you. you need to do this, the same for you. Get out of here. But then at the same time, we'll still ostracize. Yeah, because I mean. criticize, like, you each other for being that. You see what they did to Nat Turner, right? And yeah. we're not saying that these type of individuals are not successful and that they are not part of the, but we're all part of the whole thing. And so that's what I'm getting at with people saying, like, coming from a struggle or coming from a, a yeah. position of poverty yeah. is being real, meaning that you had to go through some struggle in order to be real and understand what it means to be black. But they also don't understand that those individuals who live in a life where they don't have those same particular struggles, they are all part of the the whole yeah. thing. Like, Well, when I looked at the comment section of this, the video where this dude was saying all of this stuff, right? Because yeah. it, it wasn't even his post. It was somebody that took was his it post. On YouTube or Facebook? Instagram. Uh, and you know, and when I looked, when I looked and I seen the comments, right, everybody 
pulled out the police comment like well let's see how you feel like if you ever get dealt with by the police or whatever the case it was it had nothing to do with what he was talking about that never he never said I, from what you're telling me I haven't heard you guys say that he said that he is somehow not gonna come into contact with police or have these same like he's gonna be prejudice. that was their way of saying you're still gonna get treated like the rest of us when you deal with the police and I agree with your point. So that means that he should be not himself. What? What are they? What are they saying? What are they correlating? I got triggered out of. I I got that, that people were triggered out of out of what he said because they didn't like it. And my my thing because is when we have these conversations and we're being realistic about how shit really is supposed to be, a lot of people get triggered by it. I don't. I'm kind of over people's tones with shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so what is your overall message? Right. It's no different. Um. A lot of women got triggered by Kim Kardashian saying you need to get your ass up and you need to work, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing about the tone. It was just a message altogether. Mm-hmm. It's the messenger. Messenger. <laughs> well, the messenger, the message, because your your empire, your audience is basically the nine to five regular per- celebrities ain't sitting back watching you. They out there doing and getting it the best way they can. So you see what I'm saying? On the same breath. She was like, somebody asked her a question. It was like, how did you get to, how did you make? And she was like, oh, well, you know, I get up every day and I go to work. People need to get their asses up and go to work. So it wasn't like she was just saying it like at people. Mm -hmm. She was responding to a question, but on the same breath, everybody that knows her is like, what, what, get up and go to work. work? You mean when you're recording recording the Kardashian? Because like, don't you have a whole team? Yeah, so you hired people, people to do like, to do everything, right? So right. it the was just people. like you know somebody saying you need to get up and go to work. It's just like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you can't say that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people need to know that they are not the messenger. It's not just that they are the wrong messenger. Some people need to know that they are the wrong message. And a lot of people don't know that because we live in a society where everybody got a mic. Right. And everybody gets offended by everything in some way, shape, fashion, or form. You can't please everybody. That's why I just say what the fuck I want. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at it either. But I think people also need to understand. (laughs) They need to understand what the fuck is realistic and what's not. If somebody tell you, if somebody tell you that associating poverty with blackness is stupid, I don't care if it's Donald Trump saying it. Dog, that's a fucking point. Yes. Well, well, because the thing about it is, so it's like, all right, every race, every nationality deals with poverty, right? For sure. For sure. There are hoods or ghettos Ghettos. all around the world. That didn't start here. Right? Mm -hmm. Every nationality, all on every continent, every country, there's, but like I was saying to spill the other day, we are the only race that glorifies it through music right and now on the same breath we are reporting what it is we see and we go through in the lyrics majority of the time right majority of the time yes correct okay so i mean yes we can write about other stuff but that's what's real to us that's our reality and if that puts us in a position to make money off of it wonderful we will continue to do so but now the people listening to the music might not come from that but the beat slap and we flexing and fresh off of you know what i'm saying that's being, true being a um a hood reporter through music true i want to be like that that seems cool right go to the hood 
fuck with the guys. Yeah. Walk away from shootouts. (laughs) Running. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) It's not somewhere you even want to be in. But that's the thing about it. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, they create this world that makes it seem um, appealing in some sense. The ghetto metaverse. Right. I don't know why, because anybody that really comes from that wants out and away from that type of lifestyle. They're furthest from it. And you see them, the ones that really are serious, you see them, you can't even recognize who they used to be versus where they're at. Bro, I was just thinking, like, man, let me, half a million? I'm not in nobody's hood. Yeah. I might stop wearing hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> I won't wear nothing with a hood on it. Nah. But all my car, all my car is topless, hoodless. <laughs> Everything's just what? No, none of that. But I mean that. I think that's something that I think needs to be promoted more. And I am starting to see a shift in a lot of music because we just named a you know we named a lot of artists that can give you so much more than the typical gangster. I'm about this. I'm about that. Because I mean. It's a form of art, but it, it almost sounds like the art is limited when you keep only hearing that. And that's why I do appreciate and I do feel like there's there's going to be a heavy shift. I'm going to be honest. I don't even the own. I'm be honest. The only re- reason any of that comes across my radar mm-hmm. is because I go looking for it. Sometimes I want to go listen to some shit on Daily Slaps. So you mean like so yeah. it's kind of like what your algorithm it's is feeding you? Algorithm on my when you <laughs> click on my YouTube page, you're gonna see a whole bunch of little Ryan videos and and because uh, my daughter is on my sh- on my page <laughs> watching videos, you're gonna see gardening, you're gonna see s- some music videos every once in a while. But most of the stuff is like stuff that I'm looking up or a podcast or whatever. True. Um, and then my music selection is just. I have a lot. I like I like to listen to some of the bullshits a lot of the times too. Um, but yeah, it's it's like I like this time period though too because you can really actually control your environment and what's actually coming across your like social medias, your pages, your radar, whatever you want to call it. Um, although we are paying attention, we know we know what's going on. Well, it will pro- and we well, see it a lot of time. Uh popularity can persuade control. You yeah, yeah, for saying? sure. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's, yeah, not, it's not there, the but we, we can hype. control our little... Yeah, you know I mean? think us, our like bubble. our our consortium, we kind of are like, yo, I'm a, if I want to deal with this, I'm going to deal yeah, with this. Yeah. But we all have our, our own taste. But like mm-hmm. the masses right. that have a little bit of a hard time understanding when and when they're not in the matrix right. is, I think what kind of leads to these kind of conversations or statements like the dude made or behavior like, like you remember, son. And remember I told you like uh, a couple of years ago, I had the conversation of like, we are, I don't see what's going, what, what's happening on the internet is mm-hmm. not happening in real life. At least in my experience. Oh, we talk about that all the like, time. Yeah. It's a highlight reel. It's, it's, it, if you go on the internet, you're thinking that the world is burning. And it also, is rare, there's rare occurrences of a lot of stuff that that's why it makes the internet because it's not something that you normally see. That's why it gets so many follows and shares mm-hmm. and likes because it's something that's out of the norm. Like, think about half the funny stuff you see, you'd be like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. You remember that uh, video that was circulating of the dude who caught the ball on the basketball court and tripped over his own feet? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. See, that you was see what I'm saying? How often are you going to see something like that? I've never he traveled. Never. Hold on. No, 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 First no, no, no. Travel. Bro, I, I ran it back. <laughs> I'm clumsy, dog. I've never, I thought it was something happened like they did it in like. No, 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 no. Bro, I ran it back, bro. Over he his... has to go home. <laughs> nah, he gotta go. You see what I'm saying? And then it's like you think about stuff home. and you see, you're like, yeah, that's rare. Like, that's the, it's not common and mm-hmm. that's the thing like the social media you see a lot of rare or uncommon you know what I'm saying yeah. or niche type things right. but you see so many different things that are uncommon you start to think that that type of stuff is common yeah, yeah. and that's people true. don't know and like you said you don't know how to disconnect from the matrix because you could be connected to it even though you're not on your phone. Yeah. So it's the gospel. Could, everything, it, it, everything is the head, gospel at that point. You're going to perceive life in that way. And if you can't break away and see that, well, when I go into these grocery stores and I'm going around and walking around in real life and I'm interacting with different types of people, I don't have these interactions that I perceive necessarily as a prejudice that's negative or where someone doesn't necessarily, isn't treating me a certain, is treating me a certain way. Yeah. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen and that, and, and that it hasn't happened. But on my day to day, I really don't have that type of experience. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not people that people know, that man? understand that. Yeah, and I think a lot of the things that we are saying as black people, we a lot of us are pushing this narrative as if it's our daily experience, and that is kind of a hindrance to us. I feel it's like. a big hindrance. Because you you got to be nice about it. It's not really happening to nobody. Every single day. What you talking about, like you know, because some racial, yeah, because some of these, especially some of the youngsters that like this generation, they like, you know, it's like hey, like the Deontay Wilders. Give yourself, some, give yourself some camera time, bro. Oh, you want it off? Yeah, oh, look, yo, so look, check it out, like, <laughs> not nah, like like the he Deontay Wilder, the, <laughs> the, the Deontay Wilder energy, like, you know what I mean? When he, uh, what did he say? He said, to this day, to this day. <laughs> And it's like, bro, it's not happening every day, dog. Come on, bro. Every day. All day. We could, it's, it's, come on now. If we pay attention to it, right, then yeah, it's going to seem like it's all the time, every day, whatever the case is. Right. I, I do, I do agree with both. I feel like we do go through shit on a day to day, but at some point in your life, which for all of us, probably in our youth, we just start understanding, yo, that's just the way shit is or the way a motherfucker's gonna be or whatever. And I'm not, and, and then it starts getting to a point where it's like, I'm not entertaining certain shit. Yeah, so if sure. you wanna be this way, if you wanna think this way, you wanna operate this way, good for you, but right. I'm not gonna notice because right. I'm, over, I'm over here with it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But I do, I do believe, um, that we do as a culture have like this unspoken civil war. I mean, even when me and Jelani talk on um, boss talk about business and the way we conduct things and how we critique and criticize and question our own. And there's so many layers, you know, where the conversation can go for hours. That's a real thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is a real thing. And a lot of that shit is influence coming from so many different directions, you know, you know, compare and contrast and a whole bunch of bullshit, a whole bunch of hearsay or, mm-hmm. you know, people thinking they know what they're talking about until the conversation goes further and they have nothing else to say. So, you know, but I just, I, like I said, I pointed, I put, pulled that particular um, video out because I do think that 
I found it interesting the the uh, the reactions. Okay, you know what I'm yeah, saying. That's yeah, because a lot of people missed the point. They were just looking at the tone because of how he came across, and plus he was you know being a little condescending. And like I said, if you could get past that, there's a there was a bigger you know what I'm saying but see, meaning behind that's, it. That's the other thing too, though. Like some people feel like because of the type of person that someone like. It's almost like, oh, you a square. You can't be talking like that. Like, check it out. That's kind of like how, how I look at it. can't be condescending because y'all talking condescendingly. All y'all trying time. to tell him he's not real based on what? What parameters that you're saying that he's not real? And so he coming back at you with the same energy. And then you want to try to say, oh, it's a problem because oh, you can't speak like that. But you you think that you could talk. You basically pulling that, oh, oh, I'm bigger than you in a sense that I could talk down to you. But you really can't. Exactly. And when they put it back in your face like that, like a you don't like light type individual, oh, he can't do it. You, you know yeah. what that made me think of when you no, said you're talking that. to me, forty <laughs> year old virgin. Okay. Remember he was. Remember that little act, interaction that they had, yeah. and do it like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kevin Hart and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what that like, word means. Like, so I'm saying it's disrespect. Don't be a nigga. Be my nigga. He like, all right, look, I'm nobody's nigga. Okay. You somebody niggas wearing that nigga tie. He's like, all right, now you're being condescending. Let's move forward amicably. Hey, look, so I don't understand all them big words, so I'm gonna take it to disrespect. Exactly. Watch your mouth and help and me. Help with me with this CV. Like you know what I'm saying? And it's just like so because you don't understand where he's coming from or what he's saying. Right. You feel me? You're taking that disrespect and you're missing the message. You know what I'm saying? It's just like he being himself. That's being bro. Real. That was a perfect analogy. Cause that's exactly <laughs> That's exactly what happened With this dude's video You know what I'm saying That's exactly what happened Cause you You know You show me the lies And And alright He said poverty on. Did he just call us Poe a rich word <laughs> Check this out Motherfucker <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Exactly That's exactly what it was Man But I don't know We got work We always got work to do As a culture yeah, yeah. Let's stop being offended by everything. And I don't mean us as a culture. I just mean people in general. Like it's like I said. Do you think that? Do you think this is gonna? Really think this is gonna eventually blow over where everybody stops being offended about every damn thing, or do you think it'll get worse? Everybody won't stop being offended until people stop being overly sensitive. Where did this come from? I don't know. I don't know because like we got to investigate where this over this hyper sensitive era is coming from. There's a theory. Okay. I think. Somebody stated that the 60s had a true, actual, like, generational issue that they were dealing with. And that was Trauma. the civil rights movement. Right. All right. Then you had the 70s that had a generational movement that they had, which was the, um, there was the musical influence uh-huh. then there was the political influence. Uh-huh. You know, they had a lot of gay rights, um, uh-huh. women's rights, um, the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. Um, the the protest against the war, and then you had the eighties, which was there's the crack epidemic, crack epidemic, epidemic. Ooh, that word whipping your ass. Ooh, Shanghai. Yeah, it came in there. <laughs> Hold on, I can spell it though. Y'all want to spell nah, it? No, no, no. Break it down. Nah, 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 cause he nah, get nah. me like this. Go ahead, break it down. Spelling beat. E P D I. E P M D. That's a group. That's wrong. E P I D. That's what I just. You said E P D. No, I didn't. E P M D. I said that. <laughs> you said go that. ahead, go ahead. What happened in the eighties? <laughs> give me a piece of paper. I write it down for you. I give me a piece of paper. I write it. <laughs> nah, nah, but look, they, uh, so those generations had like those eighties um, had the drug epidemic, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody I think mentioned something about like this generation. There really isn't a, a real 
they're like they're they're looking for things to be. <laughs> they're looking for trauma. They're looking for it. There's <laughs> nothing real. Yo, Lodo, we about to go get some trauma. We've always dealt with police brutality, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we've always dealt with that. Yes, yeah, true. As other people, so yeah, it's not people, like yeah. they just have some they're sort of racism. They're not dealing with no cyberbullying. Yeah, that's corny. Like I said, man, they coming out here trying cyberbullying. Cyberbullying. If you don't know how to block people or cut off your screen, that's on you. Okay. Cyberbullying. Right. Right. Cyberbullying. What does it DM say? <gasps> my gosh. Somebody in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, that's it what is. it is. Like they're they're looking for something to be up and on. I will say that you know what we probably need to talk to some younger people and see what it is that they're feeling. But however. I can already say they're, now. They're feeling depressed. They're angry. I can already say now that they have access to things that we dreamed about as a kid right. going to sleep at night. Right. Right. So the fact that they have access to something that we didn't know we would ever see means that you guys need to have some responsibility with it because you were born in it. You were born in the things that we dreamed of. <clears throat> they don't have nothing but... Expectancy that. and entitlement, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I'm man. not gonna say all of. <laughs> no, we can't say all. I mean, there's well, yeah, there's some, some of them can't walk or talk yet. But when them babies grow up, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hey, nah, nah. The, the generation of kids born in the last ten years, no, five years. Yeah. Nah, I th- I don't know, man. It's right. it. What from what I see, it seems 2035, like twenty thirty five. I think is when my daughter will graduate high school. Just think about that twenty thirty five. It feels like we're gonna be. I mean, dead. that's that's a now, man. Technology is growing. These people might be graduating. You know what I was just thinking. Same, so it's like younger. the generation after us grew up in technology, right? Sure. Yes, like Facebook, IG. Twitter, the devices, Pinterest, all of these things iPods, were established. IPads, they started MacBooks. YouTube, yeah, all of these different things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, on the same breath, when you think about, you know, this other gener, this younger generation, a lot of them grew up with just the devices, the phones, and the TVs because a lot were younger parents and had to work. So, <laughs> hey, here, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like this you know, real quick while I, I get, while I, no, 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 while I get a nap in after yeah. working a long shift or whatever, I, right? Listen, you know what I'm saying? My Got daughter the kids. know how to do the youth. I, to, I do it. You know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> so it's like, when you think about it, it's like the technology that they grew up with and around really has had um, a lot to do with their development, yeah. their true. understanding, yeah. their love of intelligence. So it also makes sense that those same things have an influence on how they think, their perspective, how they're affected, mm-hmm. and where their emotions and feelings are placed or misplaced, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because when you went outside, so as you a think kid, about that, think about cyberbullying. It hits different when you say it saying. like that, right? Because as a kid, you go outside and you get made fun of outside. But you wasn't and, outside, right? So that's what I'm saying. If they're not going outside, and at school, 
They've already outlawed bullying. Yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. make fun of niggas. You know, no Freshman Friday is it was it, it they ended know with ours. Yeah, yeah. so you know what I'm saying. You think about the way that we grew up, where you actually had interaction from a from a youngster to a certain age, where you were outside and you guys talk shit and you have yeah, because that's how you got your nickname. Cause think about it. Uh-huh. Think about that's it. That's how you got your nickname. What does capping mean now? Bullying? Cap- no, no capping means cap- lying. You're cap- bullshitting. Means, oh, means lying oh, now, even... right? But back in the day, capping meant what? Bagging on each other, roasting, yeah. right? Roasting, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, there's yeah. been a shift, and it's yeah. crazy because it's that's like crazy. when I heard like that's cap, and I was like, I didn't, where, I didn't catch the I didn't joke. Say anything? Yeah, where did I didn't, you know, come like, yeah. where, where, did, where, where does the root of the word cap? In, in in reference to I tried to find in the urban dictionary I did too they didn't have sense. it up there what? yet somebody from Atlanta sense. gotta go up there and edit that I don't know man cause I'm thinking cause I'm like like old school cap capping firing that nigga letting all shots yeah. cap yeah. roasting yeah, that's doesn't. what I thought now capping Shooting? as far as lying I have no idea yeah, I don't how know. that came about I tried to figure oh is it like catfishing so like you catfish like no I, I'm just trying to figure it out I man. see I'm pulling straws <laughs> Yeah, you're running out of bag of trips. Hey, Rasping at the air. Yeah. <laughs> we need our, our Atlanta correspondent. Somebody to break it down to yeah, us. Yeah, break please. it down for us, man. It's if a, y'all out there know where Cap came from, we got a prize for you. Somebody gonna text a, Steve like Rogers in the live. Like lids? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. I just yeah. gotta fit it. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely word of the day. Cap? Yeah. No cap. You gotta put it right there at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> With the definition. Indefinite. Ball bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> My man brought up the sing along joints. Nah, man. Anyways, man, I think we I think we pretty much got it covered. Hopefully we get some feedback. I'll be mean, well, hey, y'all need to stop being so scared and start leaving feedback. We will respond. Okay, just leave feedback, yeah, man. Yeah. Let us know. Comment, you tag, comment, subscribe. You Make sure you hit that. Uh, what's to. that? The like. What's the that? Like that? button. Hit the like button and subscribe. To what's our up, channel. guys? We're here at the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? It's the podcast. It's your favorite here. It's me, Farmer Poe. Nah, we got. Yeah, you got to work on it, man. A little bit more aggressive. Yeah, he's supposed to be like, "Hey, man, what's going on? It's your boy Farmer Poe here with the Farmer Poe YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. Let's go down right here. Leave a comment (laughs) in the comment section. Before we get started, I want to let you know about these peaches. Now, mine gonna be regular. (laughs) Mine gonna be regular. Hey, man, hit that little button right there so you can keep getting these videos every time. So I ain't gotta call you and let you know. I text you. Yeah, I'm popping the camera with overalls and one of them little wee straws and. He gonna walk by a camera like he don't know either. He's like, oh, with the hey. banjo in the background. Well, <laughs> glad you guys decided to pop by. Well, <laughs> hey, who is the dude that was famous for doing? Work. Who is the dude that was famous for doing all the paintings with the white oh, dude with the fro? Bob, Bob Ross. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Said, I just, I just wore that guy's socks. That's the man, <laughs> man. Bob Ross. He's gonna man. come in like, oh, hey there, guys. <laughs> we don't make mistakes. Y'all got, have y'all seen the Bob Ross documentary, man? Hey, it's a good uh, documentary. I it's a good document. It's kind of sad. Bro, it's kind of right? sad. It's kind of sad. I haven't seen it. Nah, man. I don't think I watch that tonight. They did, they did my it's man action dirty, packed, dude. son. Nah, you said it was sad. It's they action packed, though. It's a good doc. Sitting with my joint. <laughs> <laughs> Watching. <laughs> <call, like>, <laughs> crying, no. This was for you, Bob. Right like, now, nah, you're not going to have me doing that. Like, <laughs> hey, you're going to go down and get you some paint and brushes and try to. This is in the memory of Bob. Rip and dip. <laughs> nah, but still ain't got. Nah. <laughs>
Oh, how do we get here? Uh, you know. It was about to end it, but I tried to All right, pull it back. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 it's up your boy Dizzy D. Spill, you've been tuning into the Notion Podcast with my co-host in the building, Farmer Poe, Jelani Evans. And we thank you for listening. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram, the Notion Podcast, and the Twitter. Until next time, peace.